A brand new New York Times poll shows that 64% of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run for president in 2024. Now, that's about what I thought it would be, but I have to admit, I'm shocked that that's what it actually is. That's a devastating number for Joe Biden. That's not an approval rating. That's 64%, not of voters, not of independents and conservatives. 64% of your own voting base is saying, please don't run again. We want somebody else as president. I want to unpack and explain what those numbers mean, why I think it's so important, and what we can and should be doing about it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. As I'm recording this, it's Tuesday morning, July the 12th, and I just saw an article that is deeply relevant for the topic and the focus that we have here today. You might have heard just a few weeks ago when Roe versus Wade was overturned, Joe Biden, on the day Roe versus Wade was overturned, was scheduled to announce that he was nominating a deep conservative, a lifelong conservative Republican who is a borderline white supremacist and who has fought against Roe versus Wade his entire life, was about to nominate him to a lifetime judgeship in Kentucky. Mind you, the state of Kentucky has a Democratic governor. When the Democratic governor, Bashir, this is my home state, when the Democratic governor found out, he was floored because this man they were talking about nominating had been horrible to Democrats and so many other people all over the state of Kentucky and had been horrible to the governor. The governor was like, hold on, no, no, no. This is unforgivable. And when it leaked that Biden was about to appoint this man, they went silent and they've been silent for a couple of weeks. But it just leaked that even though they've been silent about it, they're still going to appoint this man for no reason. Listen, I don't care what their rationale is to appoint this deep conservative judge to a lifetime appointment in the shadows of Roe versus Wade being overturned. This man who's fought against Roe versus Wade is like, why? How? And all of that is so very relevant to why 64% of Democrats say, no, I don't want Joe Biden to run again in 2024 for president. And in that new New York Times poll, really one of the most devastating polls I've ever seen for a sitting president. It's not 64% of voters. It doesn't even include independents and Republicans. And when it does include independents and Republicans, it puts that number into the 80%, 85% of voters don't want Joe Biden to run again for president and don't want him to be president again in 2024. But 64% of Democrats are saying no. Don't run. And they talk about a myriad of issues, including his age. 
He wouldn't be nearly 90 years old at the end of his second term. It's ridiculous. And my mother is staying with me, and, and God bless my mother. I love her to death. She is 10 years younger than Joe Biden. And the thought that my mother would be running the country is a preposterous thought to me and to her. And yet he wants to run again into his 80s, where he'll be nearly 90 at the end of his second term. It's stupid at this point. But people have lost grace for Joe Biden's age, which they had when he was running against Trump. They've lost grace and patience with it, not just because of his age, but because of his bad positions, because of his lack of leadership, because of his lack of political courage, because of so many things that he's done that have just failed us over and over and over again. When you do what he's about to do in Kentucky and appoint a staunch conservative judge to a lifetime appointment in a state with a Democratic governor where the Democratic governor says, no, do not appoint this man to our state. And you ignore that and you ignore your voters and your base and move forward to do it anyway. Then all of a sudden, your age becomes a bigger problem. Not just because people are questioning, does he not understand here? It, it, why is he doing this? Like, not just that, but people are willing to look past Joe Biden's frailty, clumsiness, uh, forgetfulness, all of his bungles. People are willing to look past that when they think he's nailing things politically. But my guy, when you are dropping the ball over and over and over and over again, no, people are not willing to look past that. They're not willing to look past anything. And that's the thing. Voters are, are living in the moment. And right now we're struggling to pay for gas, struggling to pay for groceries, struggling to pay for health insurance and everything else. My wife literally just texted me and said, Sean, why in the world is our copay this much? It's like, damn, everybody's doing their best, but it's not good enough. All of a sudden, it's like, no, I'm, I don't have grace for all the frustrating things about Joe Biden. It's not ageism. It's not. That's not what this is. It's reality. It's not ageism. It's deep frustration that the country is being poorly managed and that someone sharper, smarter, more courageous, and more fit can do this job, period. And what I'm hearing from so many people is, hell, I would consider anybody over what we have right now, and that's because people are feeling the pain in their wallets, in their bank accounts, on their credit cards. They're feeling it. And all of a sudden, it's not cute when Joe Biden says something dumb that was on the teleprompter in front of him, but he misreads it or, or whatever, whatever he's doing. It's no, it's not funny. It's like, damn, dude, if you can't even read the teleprompter, please 
find somebody else to do this job. And so it's incredibly frustrating. And now that we have 64% of Democrats saying, yeah, I would much rather somebody else run for president than him. We have to push this. Yes, there are midterm elections coming up. Um, our organizations, Grassroots Law and Real Justice, we're all in these midterm elections. We are in- endorsing candidates all over the country, fighting in congressional races and local races from coast to coast. However, this presidential race is really already underway. Like it is pretty widely known that Ron DeSantis is going to run for president, right? The governor of Florida is going to run. And listen, he should run. He is perhaps the most popular governor among Republicans in the country. And he's developed a cult following. I'm not here to brag on him. I'm here to say that politically, from a conservative point of view, he gets high marks. And he is already putting a lot of wheels in motion to get himself ready for such a thing. But right now, Joe Biden is scaring potential candidates away because as of today, he's saying he's still running. His press secretary is saying he's still running. His staff are saying he's still running. He is saying he's still running. And other candidates, good candidates, have all said, well, if Biden runs, I won't run. And... What that's doing effectively is weakening the Democratic Party's chance at actually winning this presidential race. Listen, it's time for new leadership on the national level. And I mean that not only with the presidency, but with the House and the Senate. Again, it's not just that they're all too old. And they are. It's deeper than that. They're also very out of touch. And it's incredibly frustrating that this is who we continue to be stuck with. And people continue to feel like they are fighting, you know, between a rock and a hard place with a Democratic candidate that they don't really love and a Republican candidate that they know hates their guts. And... That shouldn't be that shouldn't be where we are. And so I'm glad that poll came out. I hope it shocked the hell out of the White House and showed them what Americans are really thinking, because it's a major, major problem. Listen, I've got to run. I love, love, love and appreciate all of you. But we got to continue fighting, continue saying like, no, I'm ready for fill in the blank to run. I'm ready for AOC to run. I'm ready for Gavin Newsom to run. Whoever. I'm ready for other great candidates to run. I have a lot of thoughts about that, but we could do much better, and I believe those candidates could win as well. Gotta run. Listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, we need you. We really need your support. Go now to thenorthstar.com. Please become a member today. Love and appreciate all of you. Hope you're having a great day. Take care. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. 
We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. Momentum.